Welcome to Outback Team Building Tips, the official podcast of AmericanOutback.net. I'm your host, Luke Bailey, and each week I'll be joined by a special guest to discuss tips, tools, and methods to build better teams in the workplace. This week, I'm joined by Lyndon Friesen, one of the top training and development facilitators at American Outback. He's here to talk about employee engagement for millennials. Thanks for joining me, Lyndon. Great to be here. So let's get right into it. Employee engagement is always a big topic, but why specifically should more organizations and teams be thinking about employee engagement for millennials? So in today's workforce, millennials make up as high as 38% of the workforce, yet 71% of them would say that they're not engaged in the work that they're doing day to day. And uh, if you're not engaged in the work that you do, you find out that you're not actually giving your best, you take more sick days, your productivity isn't as high, and all of that is a big loss to the organizations that you work with. Actually, can we back up a bit and define what a millennial is? Because I feel like the word gets thrown around a lot these days and not everyone might actually know. A millennial today is defined as somebody being born between the years 1981 and 1986, uh, putting people in the ages of 19 to 35. Oh wow, so it's actually a bigger gap. I feel like a lot of people think millennials are just teenagers and young 20 year olds, but they're actually a pretty big part of the workforce. It is. Uh, When you think that millennials make up 38% of the workforce, that's a significant group of people. And it does extend well beyond, you know, someone in their early 20s or mid 20s. So why is it then that it's such a big challenge engaging millennials? Are they that different from baby boomers or Gen Xers? I think the engagement of a workforce uh, of any leader is a challenge and each group of people, whether you're a millennial, a Gen Xer, a baby boomer, have different needs and values and it's important for any leader to make sure that you're taking into account what those values are and looking to engage them in their world, not in your world. Interesting. And so you say that every generation has different values. What do you think is the main value millennials are looking for to be engaged in the workplace? Trustworthiness is important to all uh, generations and all categories of generations, but for millennials, 84% would say that trustworthiness is their number one uh, need that they have from leaders around them, and it's a huge concern that they've got. Oh wow, I find that pretty surprising. Trustworthiness isn't really what you would think typically for millennials. I don't know, I think when most people think about employee engagement for millennials, they're probably thinking about ping pong tables or beer kegs in the office kitchen to engage the younger workers. Uh, But you're saying trustworthiness is the number one thing millennials care about. It is, and I think that those other pieces that you've mentioned, uh, whether it's it's, uh, organizations that have daycares or whether it's ping pong tables or whether it's foosball tables, Those are all still really important things uh, to be able to offer up to your employees, but trustworthiness is something that uh, millennials care a great deal about and are very perceptive as to whether or not the leader they're working with or for is a a trustworthy individual. Hmm. So I guess the big question then is, how do you build that trustworthiness with millennials? So there's a few things that uh, any leader can do. One is recognize the excellence that each person has and treat them as an individual. And uh, the second thing that I would recommend is share a little more information than you're comfortable sharing on how the organization is doing and be transparent about it. Um, The third thing is, is build a relationship beyond work. Understand who they are, where they come from, uh, what do they like to do in their spare time and get to know them as an individual, not just as a group of people. And then the last thing that I think is very helpful and that, that really does help build the trust Uh, with a millennial 
is be transparent about who you are, be vulnerable. You don't need to have all the answers for everything. And I think that millennials really understand that and would embrace that. Okay, so let's break that down a bit further. The first thing you mentioned was recognizing excellence. Why do you think that's important? And do you have any tips for how to recognize excellence in millennials? There's a number of different things that you can do. Uh, StrengthsFinder is an assessment tool that allows every individual to discover their top five strengths. And that's a real way to celebrate the individuality of a millennial, but also celebrate the inherent strengths that they're bringing to their job. StrengthsFinder, is that a website or some sort of online tool? StrengthsFinder is an online assessment tool. So it's a test that you would take. And the test would uh, take you 15 to 20 minutes to take. And what it does is it allows you to get uh, feedback on your five largest strengths within a workplace environment. Oh, cool. So you could sit down with the millennials on your team. You could all take the test and sort of share with each other what your top strengths are. Absolutely. You can see what you've got in common with other people, but you can also see the uniqueness of who you are and what you bring to the table. And there is no right or wrong answer. So while it's called a test, it's actually more an assessment that allows people to be recognized for their biggest strengths that they bring to a workforce. Now, all millennials and probably all people like to be recognized for things that they do. And I think sometimes leaders feel like they have to wait until a performance review or wait for a significant performance for there to be recognition. And millennials in particular really embrace being recognized for smaller things along the way and highlighting the things that they're doing and how they're contributing to the organization and not just once or twice a year. So it's a matter of looking for uh, things that are happening on a day-to-day -day basis that they're doing right. And the idea that you would walk into the office and look for things that individuals are doing right and recognizing them for it goes a long way to engaging a millennial. Yeah, I can see how they would value that. Now, the next method you brought up to build trustworthiness with millennials is sharing information more transparently. What do you mean by that? Yeah, millennials are wanting to trust the leaders that they work with, but they're also very perceptive about whether or not the leaders that they're working with are trustworthy. And one of the things that leaders can do is share more information on the health of the organization. What is going really well, what is not going really well, and being pretty honest about it. And they will embrace that. Do you have any tips for how you should go about sharing that information? Should you do it in a group setting or one-on-one? -on -one? There's something nice about a group of people hearing the same information all at the same time and ensuring that communication is clear as to what you're actually wanting to deliver back to the employees. So I like the idea of group meetings. I like them to be relatively informal and regularly scheduled. So whether that's a monthly town hall meeting whether that's a daily uh, huddle meeting, whether that is a bi-weekly uh, team meeting, but where there's an opportunity for people to ask questions and there's an opportunity for you to share a little bit more as to what leadership is actually thinking and the direction they're taking the company on and the overall health of the organization. How are they doing? Right, and you also brought up that it's important to build meaningful relationships with millennials. So. This isn't the traditional idea of your team comes to the office from 9 to 5, everyone talks about business, and then goes home to their separate lives. Uh, why is that changing with millennials? Well, first off, I think any leader needs to have a genuine interest in the people that they're working with. Uh, loyalty and engagement doesn't come with just a great work environment. There has to be a way where you understand the people that you're working with 
and you know more about them than the role that they're currently playing. And so that could look like understanding their background, where they're from, why they're actually working there, what their interests are, what they like to do uh, during their personal time, and getting to know uh, them as an individual and more than just as an employee. Does this idea sort of go hand in hand with working on personal development with millennials? I think there has to be a genuineness to, the, uh, to a person's development in a work environment. Do you have their interests in mind in terms of developing them as a person? Or is it just to make the organization more profitable? And they can actually be in the same sentence. You can make the organization more profitable and develop a person in a really genuine way. But I think it's got to be done uh, where they believe that you care about their development and you care about their ability to perform in their role. So would you recommend having mentors for the millennials on your team? There are two things that, that you can do. One is you could assign a mentor for every employee that you've got. And the mentor doesn't have to be the person that you're reporting to. It can be other people in the organization that would take a little extra care or responsibility for developing that person. The other thing that I like that's very practical is that each person has a personal development plan. And in that development plan, it identifies skills and behaviors and habits that need to be formed to help the person become more successful. But it doesn't just stay there. It actually goes further than that, where you identify who is that person that's going to be helping that development work happen. And so that could be the leader again, or it could be the mentor, but where you've identified skills and behaviors and habits that need to be formed, but you've also identified a support person that's going to help drive that learning. Right. And the last strategy you mentioned for building trust with millennials, and this seems like a really important one, is showing vulnerability. So why is that so important? Vulnerability, again, comes down to trust. And when a leader believes that they have all the answers to all the questions, um, I think humans in general inherently believe that that's not the case, that nobody has all the answers to all the questions. And so an example of vulnerability is if a leader uh, admitted publicly or privately that they didn't have the answer to a question or to a topic, but that they were going to look into it or that they should go and ask somebody else, um, people are attracted to that, that, that nobody is all things to all employees. And so I think millennials in particular appreciate when somebody is vulnerable enough to go, great question, don't have the answer, and I'm going to look into it for you. And that goes a long way uh, for a millennial versus somebody who's trying to spin out an answer that they actually don't really have uh, to a good question that a millennial might have for them. Makes sense. So holistically, we're talking about recognizing excellence, sharing information more transparently, intentionally building relationships, focusing on personal development, and showing vulnerability. Lyndon, is this the cocktail for success when it comes to engaging millennials? I, I think uh, a leader that has a high degree of, of emotional intelligence, because that's really what we're talking about here, high degree of self-awareness or self-regulation, and those are attributes that if you have in a leader, you're going to attract not just millennials, you're not just going to benefit with that particular group, but you'll benefit with any group. If you've got a high degree of emotional intelligence, that is really the foundation for building trust with, with all uh, groups of people, but in particular for millennials. That totally makes sense and actually leads me right to my last question. I know you facilitate a lot of our most popular training and development programs, and some of them, I think would relate to what we've been talking about today. Are there any half-day sessions that you would recommend for teams who might be interested in exploring this subject of employee engagement with millennials a bit further? 
The program that would make uh, most sense as it relates to this topic is emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence is, uh, fits leaders as well as any team member. Groups of people that are looking to increase their own awareness of who they are as a person or as a leader and take that information to use as a way of improving themselves. It's a half-day session where we walk through what the five different components of emotional intelligence are and discuss how they get lived out and its impact within an organization. And it culminates in, an, in a group exercise where each person is recognized for one particular aspect of emotional intelligence that somebody else on a team thinks they're great at. Wow, that sounds like it could be a really potentially powerful workshop for teams to experience. It's a reflective, introspective uh, session that we run that can benefit all people. Great, well, thank you again, Lyndon, for joining me today. If you'd like to find out more about the work Lyndon Friesen does or sign up for one of his group training and development programs, you can visit our website at americanoutback.net. That's it for this episode of Outback Team Building Tips. Until next time, thank you for listening.